welcome to the Ask the Expert podcast, where you'll learn key insights, tips, and strategies from experts across the globe to help you create the life and business of your dreams. Now, let's welcome your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, everyone. You're back again with Anne-Marie Cross. And of course, this is series number two or episode number two. Now, if this is the first time you're joining us today, then you really need to go back and listen to episode one. This was where Laurie was talking about how we could build our client base quickly, even if you've just started your law practice. And today she's got another, an abundance of tips and strategies to share with us. So go and grab a pen and paper if you haven't already. Today's topic is all about how to make your law practice stand out with a winning signature brand. Now, let me introduce Laurie. She's an incredible woman and uh, and has an incredible background. She's also the founder and CEO of Ideas Consultation and Coaching LLC, where she consults and works with immigration lawyers and professionals so they can achieve winning results for their clients by brilliantly analyzing, strategizing, and persuasively briefing and resolving complex legal issues and client cases. Now, she coaches dedicated lawyers, leaders, and entrepreneurs to break through performance, productivity and prosperity barriers, adopt a winning mindset, unleash their unique potential and confidently leverage their expertise so they can create phenomenal prosperity and fulfillment. So welcome again to the show, Laurie. Thank you. Glad to be here, Anne-Marie. Now today we're talking about creating a winning signature brand so that we can make our law practices really stand out. And I know that for many people, they get confused when they hear us talking about signature brand and branding. So I'd love for you to, to take a couple of minutes to define the difference between a signature brand and branding. So to make sure we're, we're clear, we're all on the same page. Sure. I'll certainly be glad to do that. When I talk about signature brand, I'm talking about your business essence. That might be one way of putting it. It's the experience that your business is going to give your clients when you provide them with your unique services. And what that means is much, much bigger than simply what your stationery looks like or what your business card may look like or the slogan, if you have a slogan even that you put under your law firm name or your business name, it's something much bigger. And in fact, one way to think about it, Anne-Marie, it would be that those things, the logo, the stationery, the business cards, that's branding in the sense of you're putting that those symbols on your work product, on your marketing, on your products that you put out into the community so that you can identify yourself. But your brand is something that's much more organic and much Mm. more essential to you, how you work with your clients and what experience you give them working with you. Yeah, I love I love the way that you've uh, defined that because uh, I totally agree. And I think then the branding then is really us getting the message out there. It's in our stationery, our logo, our slogan, those sorts of things. But really the brand in itself, that's the essence. That is really, the, as you said, the business brilliance. This is what really makes us unique and special. So the signature brand then the defining our brand, that really needs to come first before we start taking all of the messages, getting our website design, getting our logo, all of that sort of stuff, because that 
communicates our signature brand. Is that correct? That's right. And in fact, I like to think of that as both an inner and an outer process. In other words, in order to identify and shape your signature brand, you really have to take a look inside. If you're a solopreneur, if you're practicing in your law practice alone, then you're going to do some self-examination. If you're in a partnership, for example, you may instead be getting together with your partner or your team and taking a a bit of a poll and getting a sense of what it is that characterizes you and really does get to the core of who you are and what you stand for. Mm -hmm. And it's a really, it's an incredible growth experience, I have to say. It's very empowering to do this. And I think the benefit goes far beyond simply identifying and giving shape to that brand. Mm. It also really allows you to identify yourself and how it is that you provide unique and brilliant services that only you can provide, even if you're one lawyer among many in your town or in your state or area, that doesn't matter. The way you do things, the most important values that you hold, the ideals that you share, your values, and what type of service you're going to provide to your clients. Those are all unique to you. Mm. And so that really answers the the question then, because I was going to say to you, I know a lot of, you know, sort of lawyers, and even if they're just starting out in their law practice, would ask the question, okay, well, I really want to go out there and I need to get clients. That's what's really important. Why should I bother going through these steps? I mean, how is it really going to help me? and, and, And why is it so important? So if I'm hearing you correctly, then it really is taking the time to define what is going to make you as the law practice and the services you provide being very unique so that you can then go out and develop a consistent message about who you are, the experience your clients are going to achieve. And I think through doing that, I know a lot of people often will say, I struggle with my marketing. I don't know how, you know, what I'm going to say. I don't know how to show up. This allows them to be very focused and mindful and purposeful in how they continue to communicate, no matter what they're doing, no matter whether it's in their branding, how they show up. It really helps them to be unique, to distinguish themselves out there in the marketplace. Is that correct? That's right. That's absolutely correct. And you know, what's really amazing about it is if you think about it, I know a lot of lawyers do ask this question. It's, it's They feel that, okay, if they have the stationery, they look professional. And many lawyers think that all lawyers are uh, kind of look alike, but that doesn't have to be that way at all. And in fact, the way you are going to stand out is going to be through playing up your brand, identifying your brand, and then playing it up, making your firm or your practice memorable, Mm -hmm. so that when a client, potential client, is maybe considering three or four different 
law firms or lawyers they could hire, they're going to remember your firm because there's going to be something special about you. It's going to be your signature and what you stand for. And you're going to have that, whatever that is that you choose for your signature brand, you're going to want to carry it through like a theme through everything you do. Yes. Let me just give you an example. Oh, um, I'd love if an I example. May. Great. So you just using my as an example. So, for instance, I don't work directly with law clients anymore per se. I work with lawyers who are my clients. And my business is called Ideas Consultation and Coaching. So, that tells people, okay, I engage in consultation and coaching. But what's important is that I have a tagline that says empowering excellence and entrepreneurship. That's part of my brand. In fact, that's the core of my brand because what I offer my clients is empowerment, helping them to achieve excellence and provide excellence in their services and entrepreneurship, which is, you know, the real soul of having your own business, coming up with your own ideas, being your own boss, and making your own practice yours, really yours. And so, that's the experience that I provide to my clients. And so, I say, empowering excellence and entrepreneurship. In fact, that's what I'm calling my podcasts is going to be empowering excellence because I'm hoping to do some in the future. Yes. Now, so the one thing that I think is so important about this and what I was trying to get at a little earlier is that this type of process for the entrepreneur or the solopreneur, the solo law practice or small law firm, why this is so important is because having a consistent message that you're putting out there to the public, as you said, in your marketing, it's going to help direct your marketing. It's going to help identify choices you make, how you interact with clients. Let me give you a, a small example of this that's actually uh, not a group that I've worked with, but I've seen it. Mm -hmm. And for example, you take a law firm who might say something like, and this would be in the United States, for their immigration clients, they would say, we help our clients realize the American dream in many different ways. We're unafraid to take the law in new directions. Now, that's not something that you hear from every law firm, yeah. right? Yes. That is the brand which has been developed. And if this law firm that says, uses the term American dream and says, we're going to realize the American dream for our clients and we're not afraid to look in new directions for ways to do that, what does that tell you? It tells you you've got fearless attorneys who are going to do new inventive things with the law who are going to help you achieve your dreams and that you're going to do it, they're going to do it in a flexible way, in an inventive way, in a creative way. That's the message that you get when you hear that. And that's the benefit that you can get from developing a brand. Mm, I love that example, Laurie. And I think this fits in so perfectly with what you were talking about in episode one, where you were talking about niching and identifying your target market. Now, what this law practice has done, they've expanded that message to to then speak to then target market by incorporating their signature brand into their core brand message. And it goes hand in hand. Would you say that's correct? 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's something that's going to appeal to that particular group of clients who will be their ideal clients in their perfect niche. Yes. It both identifies what they do, what they stand for, and who they are in relationship to themselves as a law firm, as well as to their clients. And it helps to identify and hone in on who are the perfect clients for them. Yeah. And also in the example that you mentioned, I mean, obviously we're talking specifically to solopreneurs and you also said to smaller businesses, you know, smaller law practices who may have a number of people on their team. So having a defined, clear signature brand, everybody that is part of that law practice knows the message knows and I'd imagine has an affiliation to the core brand message they are a stand for that as well so not only are you creating a clear signature brand which is strongly positioned out of the marketplace you are also creating and building an incredible team who also hold that vision and I know small organizations can often struggle with that when they don't have a clear brand message they don't have a clear signature brand and all of their team members seems to be doing their own things and it's not united and I know that an inconsistent brand message and I'm sure you you talk about this to your clients as well an inconsistent brand message does uh, more damage to a brand it weakens it and it certainly doesn't allow it to stand out in a very powerful memorable way out there in the marketplace that's right I think it's more important it it goes right along with what we were discussing last time in talking about niching or focusing in on your perfect clients in that you want to stay consistent. I mentioned that before. Consistency is really important because it's going to make you memorable. It's also going to help you internally, as you said, because it means that you have a touchstone to look back towards. If your touchstone is winning the American dream for all of our clients, and that's, let's say, what the firm stands for, then Whenever a question comes up about what are the right steps to take, should we take on a new type of client, should we take on a certain type of case, how should we treat our clients, and even going as far as to what kind of fees are we going to set, all of those different aspects of practice can be measured up against your brand. Mm. Is this the type of investment that the American Dream Law Firm is going to require of its clients, for example. So it's really a great theme or, like I said before, touchstone. And what I think is so beneficial about it is that it really helps the lawyer, him or herself, become very grounded in what is she doing as a lawyer. It really helps to develop an entire sense of what services are going to be provided, what experience is going to be delivered, how is it going to be delivered. And so that means that it also extends to, in the case of lawyers, how the lawyer is going to act with the government if they're representing an immigration client. How are they going to act in court? How will they act when they have to take an appeal? If you're in a law firm that brands itself as, you know, the law firm of yesteryear, and we're the law firm that your grandfather relied on, if that's the brand of the law firm, that's going to be very different than the lawyers who are unafraid to take the law in new directions, Yeah, right? 
Very, you can see the difference important. right oh, there. Oh, yes. And I love that you shared those examples because from what I'm hearing you saying, a signature brand, the touchstone, it really is the cornerstone, the corner piece of what not only it unites the message, it unites the team, and it really helps position you. Even if you're a solopreneur and you're starting off as a, a solo practitioner in your own law practice, it keeps you focused. And I know that there's nothing worse than being in a business and being very unfocused, not really having a core message, not really you know, being sure of why am I unique, why am I distinguished? And what on earth am I going to say to a potential client who comes to me and says, why should I hire you instead of, you know, the other sort of firms that I've been speaking to? And I'm assuming that this is all going to support them in being very confident in, in how they communicate that. So, look, I'd love to hear a little bit more about then the winning signature brand system so that we can make a law practice stand out. What are the steps that a law practice then has to do to enable to define their winning signature brand? Okay. Well, I've been really excited to have a chance to, to share this with you because one of the steps that I have my clients take, which I feel is so beneficial, and you remember I mentioned that this is kind of an inner process of growth for the individual lawyer or law firm, as well as putting into action the steps necessary to create and announce and present their brand to the world. It's also an inner process. And the first step in it, that I like to have my clients take is to do a little self-examination in relationship to certain archetypes. Let me explain what that is and how that can work in relationship to branding. An archetype is uh, basically a generic, idealized model of a person or a concept. So, if, for example, if you have the, you know, archetypal fairy godmother, then everybody knows, you know, you can picture kindly elderly woman maybe with a wand, somebody who's going to be bestowing gifts and goodies on other people, or you could have like the archetypal villain or the archetypal warrior. These are all different models, and they all have fairly commonly understood attributes and characteristics. So, one way that we can use these types of archetypes in understanding ourselves better and understanding the kind of business that we want to develop and express through our brand is to do some exercises with archetypes. And answer certain questions that will help to point us to which archetypes are the ones that we are the most like. We can use those to highlight and and put a highlight on our strengths. Mm -hmm. And we can also look at those which might be more of a shadow, like those that are the least like us. And we can use those to decide, is that something that we have been hiding? that really should have a bigger role in our business. So I like to work with clients using this as a model and we go through an archetype quiz or assessment, if you want to call it that. And then when that's over, we can look at the different qualities and see how those qualities can be best used to our advantage in developing the brand for this particular law firm. Mm -hmm. It's a really fun process. All of my clients really love it because they recognize themselves. Perhaps, you know, it wasn't something they were 
that aware of before but they knew it was there but in them like sometimes somebody wants to be like the king or the ruler somebody who really has a take charge attitude somebody who wants to have no confusion about who's boss in the law firm and their strengths and there are cautionary aspects of that type of a character. And so we want to be aware of those and pull out all the strongest ones and all the ones that are going to most enhance the brand for this particular law firm. Mm. I love the sound of that assessment or quiz that you're talking about there, Laurie, and helping define our voice, our qualities, our characteristics and our strengths. Because I know in my experience, and I'm sure you have the same with, with people that you've spoken to in your clients, what are some of the characteristics and some of the strengths that you really want to bring out as part of your signature brand and as part of your message? And often we don't see the strengths, you know, our our characteristics and our strengths that we want to showcase because they're so innate to us. They come to us quite easily and therefore we don't recognize these as being, you know, unique and something that we want to incorporate. So I'd imagine that this process really allows us to peel the layers back on what it is that makes us very special. And once we identify that, it's, yeah, okay, I didn't actually realize that that was something. But, yeah, now that you mention it, it is something that I bring, you know, as part of my normal working day and how I handle clients and and so forth. And that is, is something that really allows us to step powerfully into being the authentic us you know because how often do we try and be someone that we're not but this is you're saying be authentic recognize these strengths and that's what we want to bring in our signature brand right that's right and you know because I work with immigration lawyers, I'll tell you, I can see in a lot of the attorneys with whom I work, I can see many of the archetypes. They may not know that they're there, but I can see that they're there. And some of them might be, for example, you know, a humanitarian, the person who is helping clients out, who may do pro bono work, who may work with those who are illiterate or who cannot afford the services, or who may work with refugees. Mm -hmm. There are people's humanitarian instincts come out and it helps them, it helps direct them in terms of the clients that they're going to work with and the type of services they're going to offer. And, you know, then on the other side, there's the hero and is another archetypal, you know, picture Mighty Mouse, here I come to save the day. (laughs) Well, a lawyer is so typically in that position when they are defense lawyer. You know, the client gets in trouble, they end up in jail, or they end up having to show up in court and the lawyer comes along and makes things all better. So there are a lot of lawyers are drawn to that kind of work because they have those kind of archetypes housed inside them, basically. And it's great to bring those out and to really expose them in all their splendor and really uh, make them visible to the world. And that very much does confirm working in the inner process because often what I think people tend to do is they look at what other people are doing in the industry. What are they doing that's working really well? And I'll try and be more like that person. Yet what you're saying, I mean, you mentioned a couple of those archetypes, one being humanitarian. Now, I would imagine if I was someone who had more characteristics 
and, you know, and an affiliation to the humanitarian archetype. Yet I was trying to be, you know, copying someone who was more the hero or the ruler, you know, someone who was more powerful. That just wouldn't feel right, would it? And so for me to try and create a signature brand on something that just didn't connect with me, that would really cause quite a lot of inner struggle, but it would just really be difficult, wouldn't it? So what you're saying is it's so important to recognize what's unique about yourself. Yes, and it would create, it often, what happens when an attorney does that and doesn't really stay true to their brand and really develop it for all it's worth, what happens is there's a lot of confusion created. And, you know, the public doesn't understand, well, what is that attorney trying to put forth? That attorney may not be that good working with, you know, CEOs of corporations or with professors, but maybe the most brilliant, skilled, talented attorney for victims of domestic violence, let's Mm. say, that sort of thing. And so it's really a great way to highlight your strengths and to highlight what makes you stand out and what you have to offer that perhaps a generalist might not be able to offer or that the lawyer across the hall may not be able to offer because their makeup just isn't the same. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd, I'd imagine then once you spend some time with through the inner process, which I can see is just a core element. It's something that we don't want to skip over and or even guess right. at, you know, and guess about, well, I think I'm a such and such. I mean, that is just clearly not what we want to do to build, you know, a successful law practice. But then once we understand that, we can take those core elements and have that be reflected in the outer process. And that, of course, is what you were talking about at the beginning of the show, being the branding elements, you know, the slogan, your logo, the the feel, look of how you're presenting yourself. Am I assuming that correctly? That's how it all flows and works together? Yes, you're right. It does flow together like that. And I just want to make one point because I don't want anyone to get a feeling that if they want to be financially successful in their law practice, if they want a lucrative practice, that that means they better, you know, squelch that kinder, gentler part of them that might be the humanitarian and they better stoke up the hero or the ruler Mm. or the warrior so that they can uh, get the high paying clients and so on. That's really not it at all. In fact, any of the archetypal strengths and characteristics can be maximized so that you can build a prosperous, lucrative uniquely brilliant practice. So I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression. In fact, it's really when attorneys ignore their core archetypes and how they can use them, that then not only is their message confused, but they don't maximize the benefits and the value that they can provide and be paid for. Yeah, that's so very true. And it's almost like trying to hide those unique characteristics and qualities, which you're saying, you know what, you need to look at those, you need to really see how you can leverage those. And I know that that is certainly something that you support your clients in too, is once you recognize those key qualities and, and you know, the affiliation to the different archetypes, you can support us in, in being able to bring that message out, because that's what's really going to make us special. And because we are authentic, and we're just being ourselves, it makes it so much easier 
media as we're, you know, getting out there and we're marketing and we're speaking to potential new clients, you know, all of those different things is so much more. When I say easy, it's because we can confidently be who we are. And we, we're not trying to be something else. We're not trying to be fake or show up as something that we're not. And Absolutely. so I think we've all just breathed a sigh of relief. It's like, oh, wow, I don't have to try and be something I'm not, but rather embrace who I am and bring it out powerfully, memorably in recognizing and building my signature brand. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why I find this area of work so exciting. And I just thought maybe your listeners would be interested in, I have about three questions I might just mention and that you can begin to think about if you're interested in thinking about, like, do you have a brand? And if so, what is is that brand. Love it. And, yes. and I'd love to give you just a little bit of a guide that you can jot down if you have some paper and a pen, uh, take some notes, or if you're at your computer. It's very simple. And you just, you know, take a little time to think about this. So here's the first thing. First of all, does your brand suggest one clear and specific benefit? In other words, work with me at potential client and you will get something, win something, achieve something, you have one specific benefit. Now, another way to look at that is, does your brand resolve or solve a particular problem? So, is that part of your message? I can help you do X. I can help you overcome Y. Or we can help you achieve X, Y, and Z. And then try to articulate your brand. Just jot down a sentence, a few words. Can you describe your brand in six words or less? Some people find that really hard. Some people can't think of one word and some people... Only six words. How can I do it in six words? Yeah. Right. Wow. But that's a fun thing to work on. So I would just, you know, I'm not going to give you any more right now. I can certainly work with you on a lot of these things if we work together. But I thought it would be fun to just, you know, give it a shot and see if you really do have a brand and see if you know what your own brand is. Yeah, absolutely. Love those three questions. And I think it'll certainly get us thinking about, yeah, just, you know, how specific are we on our brands? Like, can we define that into one consistent benefit or are we communicating multiple benefits, which unfortunately are confusing our prospects? And it's not until we shine a, a light by asking ourselves these questions that we can see this coming uh, forward and just how clear it really is. And I know, Laurie, that uh, you've got an opportunity for people to actually reach out. If they're struggling with this, they can reach out and uh, connect with you. So why don't we go ahead and and share how can people get in contact with you? If they want to speak a little bit more about their signature brand, how can they get in contact with you? Yes, and I would love to do some work on this with you. I particularly, uh, branding for me is so much fun and so inspiring. And I love to just hone in with you and get to the core of your brand and the soul of your brand. Because it's both, like I said before, and that's really my emphasis, is that it's what you do and how you do it and who you are that is creating this experience and providing this service. And if you want to do a little bit of more work with me on it, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at Lori, L-O-R-Y, at 
ideaswithlaurie.com. That's I-D-E-A-S-W-I-T-H-L-O-R-Y.com. Laurie at ideaswithlaurie.com. And just drop me a note and let me know that you heard me on this podcast and I'll get back to you right away and see what we can set up. Wonderful. Love that. So, of course, uh, all of those details will also be available on the show page. So uh, click on through there and get in contact with Laurie. She'd be more than happy to answer any questions and talk to you about that further. Now, Laurie, we're just about at the end of the call. What would be one last key message that you'd want to share with lawyers, maybe even if they're just starting up their law practice, about their signature brand and what they really need to focus on? Well, I think you should... Be kind to yourself. That's the message I'd like to leave you with. Be kind to yourself and be positive. Look at all your strengths. Don't deny that you have them because I know you do. And be kind. I know lawyers are generally too hard on ourselves. That's been my experience Mm -hmm. and the people I work with oftentimes just dismiss themselves like they don't have anything special. And if you're going to come up with a brilliant signature brand that really reflects who you are and how you shine and how you are going to be present in the world and in your business, you have to be kind, you know, be accepting and a little self-appreciation. That's my tip for today. And I think that will help you as you identify those characteristics that you can build on to have a real lucrative practice. I love that. I love that. So thank you so much for sharing that with us today, Laurie. Another incredible call, incredible call. And we get to see you bring your inner brilliance out as you continue to share the message uh, on each of these uh, episodes. Now, I know we've got another exciting episode in store. Can we share a little bit of what you'll be talking about in the next episode? Well, I'm not sure I really want to reveal too much of it. I guess one of the things that we're going to be talking about is going to be taking this theme a little bit further to some extent. And Mm. that would be, I think we're going to talk a little bit more about mindset. Is that right? Around money. That's right. And I think this, once you understand and you're confident about that signature brand, that can impact positively on pricing and getting paid what you're worth, charging what you're worth. And so that's a call that we'll be uh, speaking about next time about uh, money mindset and how that can empower you in, in creating a successful, lucrative law practice. Excellent. I can't wait. Uh, Me neither. Look, thank you once again, (laughs) Laurie, uh, for sharing your brilliance, your expertise. Everyone, if you haven't already subscribed to the iTunes channel, I'd uh, really recommend that you do because uh, Laurie, yet again, has shared some incredible tips and strategies, which are very important if you want to build a successful law practice and you don't want to miss out on uh, upcoming shows as well. And of course, Laurie will be having her own podcast as part of this network. So that's something that you'll want to uh, to be part of, be part of that community. So stay tuned for the next show. And as always, have a fantastic week, everyone. And Laurie, you too. And we'll connect with you next time. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Ask the Expert podcast. Are you an expert with a message to share with other ambitious entrepreneurs? To be considered for one of our featured guest spots on an upcoming expert podcast series, go to asktheexpertpodcast.com.